and welcome to On The Way Moments, a podcast from St. Anthony on the Desert in beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona. On this podcast, we have the privilege of hearing stories from some pretty interesting people about their On The Way Moments. I'm Jill Kyler. And I'm Will Strong. And today, as our special guest, <laughs> is going to be my friend from many, many years, uh, Will Strong. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> and today, we're going to be hearing about a trip that Will took recently uh, to the Episcopal Youth event yeah. held at the University of Maryland. So, Will. It was, okay, so the Episcopal Youth event is the second largest gathering of Episcopalians in, in the world, um, next to General Convention. Wow. And it's gear, it's actually designed by youth, for youth, uh, and so there were, I think their website said 600, but it felt like, and I, and I'm, I think I had heard the, original, the, the count was over a thousand students and about 500 to 600 adults. Uh, chaperones uh, and it was like you said it was held in College Park uh, Maryland on the campus of uh, University of Maryland mm-hmm. beautiful campus L- huge campus be ready just take some walking shoes if you go <laughs> uh, I was telling Jill that um, the five days that or in the five days of traveling and everything that I think we put on 50 plus miles in the in the time and that's great. Um, it was great until your feet let you know. <laughs> but all that aside, um, I was uh, one of the adult chaperones from uh, the Arizona diocese, and uh, they call it the delegations. So each diocese um, is able to bring students and adults to this event, and they're called a delegation. So we were the Arizona delegation, and we had 17 students. Um, all the way from from Kingman, Arizona, all the way. We had a kid from Bisbee. Uh, we had uh, several from here in the valley, uh, and so I was one of them. Um, and then our our canon two children and family Jana went with us. And then the other youth director was from St. Matt's Chandler, uh, Katie Katie Strong actually, which is Will Strong. We're not related, um, but we that was a coincidence. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so we left on July 4th, um, really early in the morning, uh, 4.30 is when we asked all the students to be there and they were actually all on time and we got to the, it was, it was easy peasy. Um, and then the, the July 4th was a travel day and then the 5th, 6th and 7th were days at the, the event and then the, the 8th was a travel day home, so. Well, what was the typical day? So the typical day was um, we would get up, have breakfast, of course, and then at 9 a.m. was a, a plenary session or a, a, an open, opening worship of some sort, uh, and then go have lunch. It's like we ate a lot. We, <laughs> Episcopalians did it well. well kids. Um, kids, yes. I mean, it was really one of those things we were like, we ate at like 7 or 8, and then it was like, okay, well, it's... 11 I guess we should probably Snack. go eat again <laughs> and then in the afternoons we went over to the student union and there were um, breakout sessions that uh, we could all kind of go to and um, were there students on the campus there were a few there were a few here and there um, summer school was going so uh, and it was it was interesting um, yeah every once in a while you'd see a UMD shirt or whatever um, that wasn't attached to us. Um, there were some college um, visits going on too. Uh, so yeah, there was, there was, it was a busy, busy campus. 
Um, and then we would, so breakout center sessions in the afternoon and then we'd go eat again. And then an evening of either worship or one night there was a, like a game show type thing. So it was a, it was a very um, packed three days. And the speakers. Oh my gosh. So I don't know what expectation I had um, going in. I, I don't, it wasn't high, it wasn't low. It was just kind of, in fact, I even told you a few days before, the introvert in me was like, why did I sign up to do this? Uh, you know, six months ago, this was a great idea. And then as I got closer, I was like, Jill, how do I get out of this? Um, and, I, and it wasn't because I didn't want to go. It's just that I didn't know what to expect. Sure. And so the, the very first speaker we had on, on, on opening day was um, the bishop from Missouri, Dion uh, Johnson, uh, Bishop Dion Johnson, and if you've never heard him speak, he's he's dynamic. Uh, and so the whole theme of the the, the three days was uh, the story of Esther, and and how do you know Esther was a time for such a time as this. And so the idea is how in this new age of faith, um, you know, the the theme was regasa regrosa de casa or homecoming. A new age of faith and how in this new age of faith do we do we as not just as Christians but as youth Christians how do they live their lives in this new age for such a time as this and um, so so Bishop Dion spoke uh, we had some amazing um, evening speakers but I think the highlight for most people was Bishop Curry of course he and I mean I have never seen so many bishops dance <laughs> as they were walking because the worship was just incredible like it was it was lively it was a beautiful mix of of older style hymns done more modernly with modern with modern contemporary Christian music and it was just a really um, beautiful beautiful moments but Bishop Curry, I mean, even he wasn't even feeling well and he still just brought the house down. It was just incredible. I chuckled because he would walk away from his pulpit. You know, you could tell he was getting ready to, and people would be like, well, go back, you know, you're not feeling too, and it was just, but he, and he, he called it out. He just, you know, thanked everybody for their prayers and it was just a, a wonderful moment. And he talked about, you know, kind of his his journey um, to where he, he came from and, you know, such a time as this for our youth. And how did the kids react? Oh my gosh, it was like, he was like a rock star. Like, <laughs> it was, I mean, the, the cheers, the applause, the, the, the love, the energy that you could just feel, not just for him, but just for what he's done for the youth. And what he's done too for the Episcopal Church at large, um, with his staff being wonderfully diverse, um, making the church, you know, his said his goal is for all, all of the Episcopalians to know one Bible verse. He said, I'm not asking for a lot. And so, you know, his, uh, his thing is, is, is love. God is love. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was just this, uh, it was very well received by the youth. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's In fact, it was the highlight for a lot of the students was we got to see Bishop Curry before he retires next year. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a lot of, you know, I had never seen him speak in person. I've seen him speak. It was fact, it was funny. We had one of the students on the trip, uh, from Arizona actually ended up going to the church that she went to because her family saw Bishop Curry do the royal wedding. Oh yeah. And so yes, he did Megan it and with Megan and Harry. And yeah. so there was this, they, they heard him speak and they were just so drawn by his presence that they, they sought out an Episcopal church mm-hmm. and have been going since. And so she was very excited to see 
Uh, oh, that's occurred. exciting. And uh, a highlight uh, for us who were here mm -hmm. and not with Will was seeing Will on CBS News <laughs> being interviewed by uh, a, a local evening news. It was the national, it was the national news. Yeah. I had thought that it was uh, the local news, so I was searching for it and nothing came up. And it wasn't until I got back that... I got a text from Jill saying, hey, you know, you were on the news. I was like, get out. Get out of here. It was pretty exciting. <laughs> it was, and it was funny because we saw him post up and people were like, why are they there? And I said, it's the 4th of July. They're doing their obligatory travel, yeah. you know. And I was, I asked, uh, I leaned over and was like, Dude, do I, are you ready? I was like, talking to Jan. I said, are they ready for me? And like five minutes later, he came over and was like, I'd like to speak to you. Okay. So No, it was exciting for all of us to see our will. That's right. On, on national, national news. TV. That's right. We'll, 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 we'll put the link in the Yes, we have the, the link. In the, in, the, in the show notes here. We have the link. Because it's wild. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Minute, about minute three. We know. We know. We know. So, uh, what, was, what would be your on-the-way moment? Oh, moment? man. i, I got to be honest. I, I had a moment where... During worship, I, I try, I've been trying in my life, especially this year, to put intentions to things, um, you know, whether that, whatever that looks like. And so I, I was putting, you know, there was this, this prayer, and, and I'm going to include it in the, in the show notes. It's a, it's a song. It's called The Plowshare Prayer by uh, Spencer LaJoy. La La and, and they write this beautiful song um, about... Just you have to listen to it, but in my mind, I'm putting these students, these thousand plus students' faces to this song, and it was, and, and just my life on too. And then I started putting my nieces and nephews' faces oh. to it, where to the point where I got very emotional and um, and, and and tears, and it was it was just that moment of God is is still working, and I think I think sometimes we we get busy. And we read the news and we watch things that are going on that we're like, man, where, what is going on? Where is this thing? How do we do this? And we just know that God is still working. And it's just, and that whether, you know, yeah, it was, it was a really, really a beautiful moment of, and it was, it was actually some other people's, I mean, it was just a, a, a song written for uh, a lot of people that needed mm -hmm. to hear it. And so even some of our students were like, dang, that was it was a good song, and and just to see the students, you know, it's always and, and you know we've done this on on with mission trips and other youth things where, you know, some people know each other and some don't, so there's always but just to watch the the seventeen that we took, um, just become a group, mm -hmm. and those dynamic youth that are able to, um, those more extroverted youth that are more able to pull out. Uh, the the in, you know the introverts and, and it was just this really kind of a, a beautiful moment of m melding together to where I believe this this past Sunday um, a couple one of the churches was doing their summer roundup with the youth group was and a couple from another church went over to talk about EYE experience with them so it was just a it's just you know there's still some friendships that are going on and and that was the first thing they asked when we got back was. Can we keep the um, text a strain going? Or and I was like, yeah, that's fine. So it's just been kind of fun to. Yeah. Well, and we found that over our years of mission trips, mm -hmm. uh, that we would meet up with youth groups from all around the country, mm -hmm. and uh, 
I know I still have some Facebook friends that I made on mission trips, and we started those here in 2001. So it's been going on for a long time, and it's just wonderful to, uh, to stay in touch and see how our lives have uh, what's happened since this event that we experienced together. And I, and I think you're, that's absolutely right. Even in just thinking about it's, we all have this moment and, and, and people call it, you know, these thin spaces mm-hmm. and we all have this, we're connected now by this, this experience, you know, good, bad or indifferent. I think that happens even in, in bad situations, but we're talking specifically in, 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 in these situations that have been very, uh, you know, thin and, and, and God inspired where we go, remember that one time, remember that one time we saw the Bishop, uh, Bishop Curry and he was dancing and you know, remember that one time we walked for 50 miles and our, we had blisters on our feet. Wasn't that great? Uh, you know, and so now in retrospect. in retrospect, you know, actually as my feet have finally healed, um, but it's just these, you know, these, these moments, that are that really bond us together yeah um, in in youth ministry it's so important well there's such a fine line between this bonding and having a shared experience of manipulation oh for sure and we know what manipulation sure. of of trying to eke out certain feelings from youth and they're too smart for that they they know what you're doing and so to have an authentic relationship or experience at an event such as this will be something that they'll remember positively for a long time and the idea of this too and you know you're absolutely right because even the uh, president of the house of deputies um and i'm blanking on her name um, but she was very delightful and she got up and she was speaking and she said you know I could tell you this, this, and this, but you guys know how to sniff out. You guys are real. And so she told a very, very profound story about her life. And she goes, I wouldn't share this with my colleagues. She goes, but we're in a place that we are, it's a safe place. And somebody asked, they did this cool thing, which I guess I'm so used, I'm so old school because I'm like, they had a question answer time and I was like, are they really going to pass a microphone around? Is this really? But they're like, scan the QR code and type in your question. I was like, genius. Um, but one of the questions that, that the kid, one of the, somebody asked, and I don't remember what the question was, but it became, it was about sharing your story. And not just sharing your story, but sharing your story, finding the safe places. Mm-hmm. And, and EYE, even with the close to 2,000 people, was a safe place for sure. people. Um, and I think that's one thing that the Episcopal Church does very, very well, um, at least in my experiences, has been a, a very, very safe place for youth, adults, if they're willing to be able to share their stories. Um, and we've talked about that even in youth group in the past. Sure. We've That's how... It's so important. It's so important to share your stories. And, and what we noticed and what I noticed on this trip was this became a story, a positive story, like you said for a lot of these kids. Yeah. We went into um, DC, we, we, when you're seven miles away from <laughs> DC, and you, you have to go. You have to go. <laughs> so we, it was the night before we were leaving. Our flight didn't leave uh, on Saturday till like 3.30 in the afternoon. So we're like, all right, you know, let's just, uh, Katie, Jan and I got together and we're like, let's just go, let's just do this. Let's just go to the monuments at least. And so, you know, these, this one kid came up, he's like, have you ever been there? I said, oh, you know, I've been there a couple times. And he's like, I've never been here. I'm taking all of these pictures. And I was like, go for it. 
again, after 50 miles and heat, the humidity, the humidity was was unbearable. We um, have a dry We have a dry heat, heat even if it's 118. Um, but it was, and, and you know, like, and so there was this moment, I think, of the last day where we, we had finally, I think, all kind of hit a wall, and so we finally were like, "Let's just get to the airport." To where everybody in my in my Uber that I was riding with had fallen asleep, <laughs> myself included. I'm sitting in the front seat. And I'm like, "Don't fall asleep. It's nice and cool in here, though." And I woke up a few minutes later, but it was uh, it was a quite wonderful wonderful experience just for I think everybody. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, any final thoughts? If you get a chance <laughs> to be a, an adult chaperone and or a youth, um, you know, they're, they're, it's every three years. Um, they do it, and it's just throughout the United States, I think. 20, 2020, of course, they took off, and then uh, the 2017, uh, which we had two of our youth that went, um, was in Oklahoma. And then this one was in Baltimore. And that's another thing. If you ever fly into BWI, <laughs> thinking you're close to College Park, you're not. You're not. <laughs> um, we had this. This is a youth ministry story. This, I guess, maybe this is a final thought. Um, so Jill and I always talk about U-turns, <laughs> and if you're critical skill, a critical skill. If you work in youth ministry, of oh, I missed that turn. Don't worry, everyone. I can whip a 15 passenger van around. So Jana had had this amazing plan of going from the airport in Baltimore to College Park. So we flew in on a Tuesday, but it was a Saturday schedule because it was the 4th of July. So we, we flew into where she goes, okay, we're gonna catch the train. We're gonna take a shuttle to the train station, the train to a bus, bus to another bus, bus to the campus. And so we, we tell you, okay, everyone, we get our luggage. We get in the bus. There's the delegation from Colorado's with us because they happen to be on the bus. So we all end up at the train station, and it's the train's already delayed now, 30 minutes. So we're already in. We had to wait. So another hour and a half. So we were waiting. Okay, there was a little. It was it was cool in the building. They had phone chargers and uh, <laughs> and crucial and, crucial. <laughs> and, uh, and a little uh, little bodega type thing. So it was fine. We were like, all right, just rest, rest, relax. Guy comes on and says, oh, the train that's coming down, it's been canceled. And we're like, okay. So we kind of, Jana's over talking to one of the Colorado people and they're kind of making their plan. Uh, Colorado is, and she goes, she comes over and she goes, Will and Katie, and like, yeah. And she goes, what do you say about getting Ubers? And we're like, yes, <laughs> yes. And so then we start counting. We're like, okay, we have enough adults. We have three adults. Oh no, the biggest one we could get is going to be fitting seven people. That still doesn't add up. Or six people. And we're like, okay, so we had to get the 18-year-olds to do their own Uber. We had to have them text their parents to be like, hey, mom and dad, is it okay if I, you know, do this? And so it's just this like, this moment of we have to do this. This is just pivoting. And that's, and that's, that's just ministry. Youth ministry. Youth ministry in particular, but just really even in ministry. Yeah. But... Yeah, for sure. It was one of those like, oh my gosh. And then and then we get there. It was very nice. Pulled right up to the door. And I think we got out and said, Jan, we're doing this the rest of the trip. Anywhere we go, we're Ubering if we have to. Forget the connection. We're not doing any of that. And so it was just, uh, you know, I think if anything, we just, youth are flexible. We're flexible. We're movable. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, you know, I think just be in prayer about, about for our youth. 
Um, they're not the church of tomorrow. They're not yeah. the church of, you know, next week. It's there now. And they're ready and they're willing to serve and to be a part of the church. It may look different than it has in the past, as it should. Um, you know, the, the Episcopal Church is doing a wonderful job of getting um, youth to be part of the general convention, mm-hmm. the, big, the big general convention, um, as a voting member even. Um, so it's, there's some really good stuff that's coming forward. Um, some of the most dynamic bishops and speakers and, and, and priests that I've, I've, I've seen in a long time. So it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful mo- movement that's ahead. Um, and so prayers for, for our youth, prayers for our churches. Um, and there was something else I was going to say, but it just slipped my mind. So, well, evidently. I, yeah, well, I think what you said was just dynamic. That's right. What an experience. It really was. And one of the other things, too, that we'll put in the show notes is, you know, you we they did record all the speakers. Mm-hmm. So you, uh, you can click on that and be able to watch, you know, not just Bishop Curry, but any of the other uh, amazing speakers. Um, and they're funny. These Episcopal priests make me chuckle. I like a good Go church figure. joke. So, uh, so yeah. So we'll we'll include that in the notes as well. Um, another fun fact. This is this is just a side note. We did a jurisdictions meeting. So we're in jurisdiction eight, mm-hmm. which includes basically west of us and. Um, Taiwan, which is really interesting. So, all that to say was the the the, the priest who was kind of over uh, jur- our group for jurisdiction. She said, "You know that this is the second largest gathering of the Episcopal Church," and we're like, "That's pretty cool." And she goes, "Sure, there's no full time people <laughs> putting, it putting this together, and it was ran by volunteers and volunteer uh, students, youth ministry, and youth ministry." And so she was like, "That's why we need people at general convention." So. Uh, it was it was a really a, a, just kind of a, a fun experience, and I think it really got our youth to think about what their next steps are in the church. That's awesome. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's it today. That's it for today. So Very sure. exciting stuff. Like, thumbs up, oh, all that good absolutely. stuff. Uh, and we will see you next time again. On an, uh, be on the lookout that's for right. one of your own on the way moments. Thanks.